you're doing pretty good. What place should I call now? Maybe Carter Three. What up, what up? We are back. Another episode of the Corner Tray, aka the once a month pod, aka the <laughs> the thing I get around to every once in a while. <clears throat> We're back. Uh, I'm recording this a second time because the app formerly known as Anchor, now known as Spotify for podcasters or whatever bullshit, <laughs> uh, decided that it wanted to... Uh, not process my audio and I'm not really sure if it's if I have to delete it or whatever anyway we're back doing this a second time <laughs> uh game five masterpiece from the league's greatest procrastinators the most up and down make or miss shot variants team you'll see whatever don't care they win fucking games <laughs> Do not care what the process is. Let's just get this fucking series, man. Oh my god, I'm sick of this fucking Miami Heat team. I'm sick of Jimmy Butler. I'm sick of Bam Adebayo. I'm sick of Cody Martin. I'm sick of Gabe Vincent. I don't want to ever see Duncan Robinson again. <laughs> I hope Pat Riley just fucking stubs his toe or something, man. I just I hate these guys. I hate this team. I hate Miami. <laughs> I hate the the state of Florida. Ron DeSantis, go fuck yourself. Fucking hate Dan Lovatard. <laughs> I don't I don't like anything to do with that city. I'm just done. Let's get fucking game six, man. Um But game five last night, that was another we're better than you at our best game. Uh that was a game that Boston Like this is this is the the uh the bar that Boston needs to set, that Tatum needs to set, that Jalen Brown needs to set, Marcus Derek, all these guys, they need to set a baseline level of we are going to outwork you. And if we outwork you, we're going to run you out of the gym because we are just much better, right? That's the bar. And, you know, people get mad because I say, oh, Tatum needs to be better. I'm just like, yeah, point blank period. The last two games uh, of Tatum on both ends is the level that he needs to be at every single game now. It doesn't mean I need him to be, you know, 45 and 10 or 51 points or whatever. But he needs to control every possession. Or, you know, the team feeds off his energy. It feeds off his his will to compete, right? So last night, first, game, first, first player of the game, Marcus Smart dies on the floor or whatever. He just fucking books it on the other end. Tatum does and finishes way up. And on multiple opportunities, he is attacking the rim of force. He's going inside, making making them making Miami make a choice, saying, "Okay, we can either, you know, hope and pray that we can guard him with one guy, or we can send help." And when they send help, he is making the right play every single time. And on defense, he's taking the challenge of guarding Jimmy Butler. He's crashing the glass. And pushing it off, and pushing it off makes makes or misses. You know, none of this walk the ball nonsense. None of this no pass, uh, five dribble step back shit. No, nigga, <laughs> go hoop. Go be the go be the best player on the court. Like this guy is so fucking good. There's no reason for him to, to 
to go away from what works. Like we know the we know the formula. When it, whenever he has, you know, a big scoring game, it's him making quick decisions. It's him attacking their own force and getting in rhythm, and then the jump shots fall right. Or even if you know he's not attacking and finishing, he's attacking and spraying. And when Derek White and Marcus Smart they get in open shots and get in rhythm. It makes it easier for Tatum to get open shots and get a rhythm because even if the, now the defense is going to run those guys off the line. And guess what? Derek White and Marcus Smart, they're going to fucking drive in and create shots for Tatum. So it, it is a little bit. It's a, it, it go. What goes around comes around. And when Tatum is fucking dominating the game, things open up for everybody. Jalen Brown's ISOs get a lot, get a lot easier because Okay, now instead of having Bam out of bio on him all the time, maybe Bam switch, shifts up and starts guarding Tatum a little bit more. Maybe, you know, he breaks down the defense. Jalen Brown got a wide open corner three in the first quarter last night. He was fucking three for 27 or something from three for the first four, four uh, or so games. Like, that's huge. He moves the needle in such a dramatic way that he needs to be yeah, I mean, he needs to essentially play perfect basketball because he needs to be the best player on the court. You can't not be the best player on the court, right? Like, you don't see, like, in any of the LeBron James championships, when was he not the best player on the court, right? And any of the Steph Curry runs, besides when he played with another top 10 player of all time, right? Like, in last year's playoff run for the Warriors, when was he not the best player on the court? Any of the in, in the Kawhi run and the Toronto Toronto days, when was he not the best player on the court? Giannis, you know, you can go down the line. Like these guys are the best player on the court for two fucking months, right? So Tatum, he, in this series, you got two games left. If really, if he's the best player on the court in these next two games or in this next game, and then in Game Seven, if if, if necessary. They're going to win the series. And if he's the best player on the court every game next series, they're going to win that one. That's the bar to win a championship. But yeah, I thought I thought everybody just played really perfect basketball, man. That's how you that's how the Celtics play, right? Like the defense. I really love the defense and I don't want to chalk up the first three games to like shooting variants because Yes, it was a little bit crazy. Miami is shooting fucking 50%. And that was pissing me the fuck off. I'm just like, these guys are not this good. But partly the reason was, you know, Boston's helping off strong side corner. They're, you know, they're, they're not getting back. They're not, you know, there's just, ever, it's ever plays, right? So running guys off the line, that's effort. That's will. And that's a force, right? Like Boston's got the athletic advantage. They can go help on a Jimmy Butler drive or a band post up and get back to the shooter and force him to either pass it or, or, you know, drive it. Right. They can make that happen. It's not about, Oh, if we help, we can't, we, you know, we can't get back to shooter. No, bro. You guys are all defense. You can help and recover, right? That's what all defensive players do. They help and they recover. They're in two places at once. Right. So smart, white, Rob, Grant, JB, Tatum, Horford, all these guys can help and recover and they can switch and do all this, all this shit or whatever, you know, 
because at the end of the day, Miami is is limited. They're an eight seed for a reason. They don't have, you know, the ability to create their own threes. Even with a guy like Tyler Harrow, who is their best pull-up three-point shooter, a guy who can kind of, you know, come off screens with the ball in his hands and create decent looks from three. That's a way to get that volume up. But you see the you see the volume in the last two games for Miami, around thirty threes in game four and twenty three threes attempted last night. That's not gonna cut it. <laughs> Let me just say that that's not gonna cut it in any in any real sense of the word. You can shoot as well as you want, but if you're shooting only twenty three, if you're only getting up twenty three attempts, you're just gonna get fucking run out of the gym in this league. Especially when you're playing a team like Boston that can basically conjure up a good look at a three whenever they want. Whenever they want in this series, they can conjure up a good look. There's really nothing Miami can do because they just can't stay in front one through five, right? They can't switch one through five and, and really stay in front. It's really just Jimmy and Bam, and maybe if they they start Highsmith, they got another guy in there that can kind of guard his man. But if Struess is on the court, if Cody Martin's on the court, if uh, Duncan Robinson's on the court. If any of those guys are on the court, Kyle Lowry's on the court. Tatum and Brown are going to find them, and they're going to create it. They're going to create an advantage situation. They're going to bring two to the ball, and they're going to spray, and we're going to find an open three. You know, that's just you know bottom line. But you know, like I said, I don't. I didn't want to make up. The you know make the first three games all about that. I'm not you know a Milwaukee Bucks fan. <laughs> I understand that there are ways that the Boston can kind of uh, you know suppress that. And when you let guys, no matter who, what kind of you know talent level, if they're an All Star or they're end of bench guy, when you let NBA players, these guys are all 450 NBA players, and they're all NBA players for a reason, right? They're all fucking good at basketball. They're all confident. They're all, at one point in time, every one of these guys are probably the best player in their school, their neighborhood, their city, whatever, their state. They they were the guy. They you know that's how they got here because they're really fucking good, right? And so if you let guy like Gabe Vincent, you let guy like uh, Caleb Martin, it's it's Caleb, right? It's not Cody. I'm not, I get confused sometimes, but if you let a guy like Martin. Get open, get confident, see the ball go through a couple times. He's going to get confident, right? The, the, he's going to get hot. And it's going to be hard to, to kind of tame that flame, right? The difference between a star and, you know, a not star is that stars are going to be, you know, going regardless, right? But you let you let a, you let any of these guys get confidence. You let them get wide open looks. They can all knock them down, right? I mean, some of the shots Gabe Vincent was hitting is a little were a little suspect. I'm a, <laughs> he was hitting fucking prime Curry threes, man. It's like what the fuck? Who does nigga think he is? This is not this is not him. That's not him. Straight up, this nigga's career three thirty three percent shooter. You're shooting like fifty percent from three. I'm sorry, but that's bullshit. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. But yeah, it's... I mean, the Celtics have just kind of taken the series in their own hands. Uh, 
you know, they still got to get game six, but right now, all the pressure feels like it's on Miami, right? All the pressure feels like it's on Jimmy Butler right now. Jimmy Butler, I think, uh, you know, see, the first two games of the series were coin flip games, and they were basically decided by Jimmy Butler being the best player on the court for a six, seven-minute stretch. Game one was mostly uh, the Celtics in that third quarter getting fucked. But game two, definitely, he just kind of took over. Game three, eh, didn't, they didn't really need much of him. But game four and game five has been a pretty stark shift in, I think, his aggressiveness. Because Boston, instead of, you know, acquiescing that switch to Derek White, and there's still going to be moments with Derek White on him, they've just kind of put length over Jimmy Butler. And whether it's the ankle or maybe it's just age or something, he doesn't want to shoot over the top. And he and he is not really willing to finish with contact and down there versus, versus a guy like Tatum. Uh, he's had trouble with Rob. Rob's length has bothered, bothered him on jump shots. He's blocked at least, I think, two jumpers of Jimmy's. Uh, Al's done a decent job. I think JB... Has done an okay job when he stays down on the on the pump fakes. Uh, Derek had a few good moments last night as well, but this is all a like they were just so comically just like had no idea what to do with Jimmy Butler in the first two game in the first you know two and a half games that it just kind of sunk them. Right now they understand. Hey, we're gonna mostly play him one on one, but we are going to show him bodies. It's not going to be a, a really hard trap, but it's going to be, you're going to see too. You're not going to be comfortable uh, when you get to your right hand and you rise over the top. It's going to be another decision for you to make. It's going to be, oh, do I shoot this or do I try to float something over the top and get somebody an open look? And that, you know, extra second, extra a second and a half makes the world of difference. That's an extra second of a half that you don't have to play defense. Right, and you know, Jimmy is not being nearly as aggressive enough as they need. They need something, right? Because if Boston's gonna take away the three, then now Jimmy and Bam have to kind of go get them get this thing uh, in isolation, right? But Boston's saying you're not gonna get those isolation looks. So Boston's really this is a really masterful, I I would say defense right now. They're they're saying Jimmy beat me in isolation, but they're really not. You know, the help's still coming, but they're retreating onto the three-point line and also not really giving up threes. So it's it, it's an aggressive yet conservative defense, and it's really making it so Miami has really nothing in the half court. So if Boston takes care of the ball, it's going to be these games where Miami struggles to get 100 points. Because unless Jimmy has one of those games where he's just knocking down every jump jumper he takes over 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 length, right? This isn't fucking Drew Holiday. This isn't Joe Ingles or Jay Crowder, right? This is Jason Tatum. This is this is Marcus Smart. This is Jalen Brown. This is Robert Williams, Al Horford. Like these guys are fucking big. They're strong. They're athletic. They got length. They're not gonna back down. This this is an interesting series right now. This is a very interesting series, and you know, it, it was frustrating. Frustrating, always. I get it. I get it. 
it's 3-0. Nobody wants to be down 3-0, man. It's a death sentence, really. It's a death sentence. But obviously, the Celtics are in a little bit different position. The majority of these teams that get down 3-0, they're have a worse record, right? So so Boston is clearly a better team than Miami, right? So a 3-0 deficit is a little bit different. We're saying, like, okay, if you, the, the normal 3-0 team is having to really climb up two different hills, right? You're trying to climb up the, the hill of, okay, we're down in the series, but you're also trying to climb up the hill of, oh, we're a worse team. Whereas Boston is just climbing up, uh, we're down in the series hill. They're the better team. All you got to do is prove that for the next two games that you're the better team. That's that's it, right? Two games to show everybody what you do when you when you at your best, right? So I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm interested to see what what Spo does. I think I think really right now it is their offense. I think their offense is the main the main issue here, and it's either Jimmy uh, taking them home or. I don't know. I, I really don't know what the what the recourse is, you know, because if Gabe, Gabe Vincent is not able to hit the same kind of threes he was hitting in the first three games, then I do not think they have the ability here to kind of uh, get buckets in the half court. But we'll see. Uh, I, I do think they need to fucking <laughs> maroon Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry on. On some on some island and never see them again in the series. They can't play, <laughs> unfortunately. Haywood Highsmith needs needs some some minutes here. Um, but outside of that, man, it's just it's tough with their personnel. It, it really comes down to Bam and Jimmy, and the Celtics are doing a good job on Bam. If you watch enough of the Heat, you you begin to get a appreciation for how much Bam does for these other guys. Bam. Uh, really gets them. Really gets these shooters open. He finds guys. He's a really great passer for a big man. And Boston's treating him as as a big threat because if you make those decisions harder on him, if you make it so he's you know turning the ball over or he can't get good good looks off, then their shooters are going to be cold, right? And even if they, you do get it to them, they're not in rhythm. They're pressing because they can't get open and that's a huge element in Miami's offense this is not an offense that is uh you know drive and kick or uh you know an offense that's gonna hit tough you know perimeter jump shots and contest them this is this is an offense that relies on a lot of misdirection a lot of just you know motion-based offense and all that kind of all that kind of jazz and unfortunately for them, Boston is pretty good at defending that. I just think it took them it took them a few games to kind of fine tweak where they wanted the help to come from. So, uh, like I said, I I do not know for certain if Boston is going to do this. I know they can do it. Will they? Obviously, I don't know. I'm not a fucking fortune teller or whatever. But man, I'm excited. It's the last two games, this is just what I like about this team. I like the resilience. You know, people might get annoyed about it, but it's fun watching a group come together in, in, in a really dark moment for them. Because this could have gone another way. They could have just laid down, right? And they could have, you know, blamed each other or whatever. But 
Joe Missoula had a nice point in that his assistant coach said, hey, they played nine months of hoops and they had a bad week. Now it's time to shake that bad week off and get to series, right? Let's let's get back to the fucking finals. Go C's. Thanks for listening. Uh, you know, I do these things just because I like talking about basketball and it's nice to just kind of get some stream of consciousness out. I know sometimes it can kind of feel like a ramble, but, uh, you know, I do appreciate if you listen and, you know, uh, maybe in the off season, I'll try to get some different kind of content out there a little bit more frequently, but you know, right now it's busy time for the Adele, Adele family. So we're just, I'm just, uh, doing these as I find little pockets of, of uh, free time here. So thank you for listening. Uh, go fucking seize. And we're going to get this thing in seven, man. Let's, let's go. Go seize. <laughs>